Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, No BS, with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. Daniela, how are you doing today on this lovely sunny day? Much, <laughs> much better than last week. The heat has died down for a little bit. Um, I finally ate before I before we recorded, so I'm in a good mood. I'm like, that I makes one of day. us. I it's have an Ian. <laughs> Well, that's, well, that's, that's good to hear. I think Loki, I can tell the energy from both ends. We're a bit happier. I think that he really yes. does fuck with you, your mental uh, and your like, mental health, and it's just too much. I'm waiting for um January, December, January, not only because it's our birthdays, but because it gets colder. Colder. And then on top of that, I'm fat. So like I'm always <clears> hot. <throat> so for you people that are dying in this heat, imagine how I am. But um, no, let's get started. Let's get into the tea. First things first, for those of you who listened to our podcast before, I mentioned that we're going to, they're going to come, we're going to get, yeah, I'm going to come out with the new movie Scream. Um, producers are coming out with the new Scream that's going to be premiering on January 14th of the year 2022. That's two years, you know, math, if I'm doing math correctly, that's in two years. How do you, how do you feel about that? I'm excited. Um, I'm like looking at the date now, January, like you would think they would come out in October, unless because of like the pandemic, they're, they have to like push things back. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see like what the premise is, what the plot is. Cause like I told, I think you remember, I didn't like Scream 4. So, oh, I did like Scream 4, but it just didn't fit with the entire series. So I'm excited for Scream 5. I'm excited to see what they do. Are these, do these people have kids? Do you Are think they'd be like, experiencing something? do you think they'd be like, um, would you say like meta enough to like reference COVID? Do you think they'd be like, we're going to die? Or like, is that not? <laughs> Stop. I think they would. Scream 4 was totally meta. Like, yeah. Scream 3 was totally meta. Like, they talk about a movie within it so it's like i don't see why not they wouldn't mention covid or covid is the actual ghost face killer oh god it's gonna be like hello sydney what's your favorite um vaccination (laughs) (laughs) but um moving on sister is gonna be on netflix you mentioned it previously but the time has come and it's finally coming out um september 1st 2020 which is tomorrow um so when you're hearing it yesterday exactly yes (laughs) this goes out on wednesday so go watch it hurry you're a day uh behind but um i'm excited i think i only saw like a lot of these shows that i watched growing up i wasn't like an avid watcher i wasn't really like constant Mm -hmm. like keeping up with episodes so i'll probably have to go back and watch episodes because who doesn't like tia and tamara come on now (laughs) i get you yeah um i always like their college years a little bit more when they have boyfriends <laughs> which you like reference the first time we talked about it and i'm like there was a college years like that was a thing yes i'm like i thought they, that um, only applied to white people like saved by the bell where they got college. <laughs> I hate you. saved by the bell um college years kelly and zach getting married no sister sister gets college years i don't think they dorm or anything they still live at home do they like um, are the themes and like topics they talk about is it does it relate to them being older or is it still like a kid show um, it's still kind of like a kid's show because it was ABC. It I'm was like, like, I want to see T and Tamara talk about how they're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I, <hate you. laughs> I think 
when they get boyfriends, I think they talk about it, but I'm not sure because some episodes did air on Disney Channel. So oh, so they're like, I'm gonna yes. have my first kiss at the age of twenty, whatever, <laughs> when they're in college. <laughs> I hate you, yeah, but um, their college years are, I think, is when the theme song changed. Oh, was it that? Like I when think so. I think it was like. There was a, a, or, a title theme was them like back to back. And it like, yeah. I don't know if that makes any, like that doesn't make sense, but. Or am I stupid? And it's not the college years. They were just older. Like they were I just I think you might seniors. be uh, being confused with Saved by the Bell. I'm telling you. We'll, we'll follow oh that God. up on the next podcast. When I binge um, watch it all in one day. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I'm excited because I think that's a great show. Again, I think everything that needs to be talked about in today's society is black lives and i feel like that's a great that's a perfect example of like yes excellence like imagine all the young black boys girls and in between that are gonna watch that show and be like i can be just as amazing as they are i'm telling you um 90s tv shows uh 90s black tv shows like where did that creativity or where did that like why do producers not do that anymore because there was so much like um black tv in the 90s and early 2000s so it's like representation only got worse so i don't know which you would also think like i don't know maybe just we would progress speak exactly speaking on our behalf i feel like those shows that i don't know that i watched that did like showcase or emphasize or revolved around people of color were a lot more interesting yes than TV yes. shows and cartoons that focused on white people. And that's like not, TV. I don't want to say like no offense because I don't really care if you get offended, but <laughs> like, what are you people doing? Producers, executive uh, producers, do people have money? Create better storylines, better exactly. shows. Come on now, get it exactly. together. Um, I've been watching Moesha, obviously. And um, I was like, wow. Obviously, sometimes they do make a, jokes that were obviously people didn't really care about in the 90s. Like, Sometimes they'll make a little bit of transphobic comments, like, or maybe like homophobic comments. And I'm like, oh shit. But recently there was an episode that I saw where like someone's cousin comes out as gay. And it was like, shit, they were talking about that on TV in the 90s. And like, where the fuck is that now? I don't know. Yeah, which is like, you, okay, the 90s, that that wasn't a long time ago. But it wasn't. I do, I do get what you're saying as far as like what certain topics and certain things that, are were talked about are not necessarily focused on now or like who said they made jokes that were what could be considered now as inappropriate but um if somehow an executive producer or (laughs) whoever's listening do better guys do better exactly maybe put me and luis in a tv show about two best friends who are annoying as fuck and And we're both Mexican and, just and we, exactly we could be like uh, uh, those YouTubers would be like, well, I'm Latina and I'm Latino, so give us a TV show, <laughs> give us money, Hot Cheetos, love it. Um, Hot Cheetos tequila, we love it. Yes. <laughs> and then we're gonna make up words in Spanish, like um, I'm gonna go take a fotecito with the uh, with my uh, oh makeupcito, and I'm like, I oh my god, do you guys? Cringe. Oh god. So, I have to like I get secondhand embarrassment I have to go away from my phone I have to like (laughs) lay down for a little bit anyways you're like this is too much (laughs) get away from this but um (laughs) moving (laughs) I'm like how do we move on for that next thing I wanted to talk about was the VMAs did you watch because I'm not gonna be fake I didn't watch I only saw what Twitter showed no I didn't watch I watched certain clips I watched um 
I don't know if you're a fan of them, Hallie and Chloe. I've seen. They're produced by Beyonce. Yeah, I know who they are. They're, again, definition of black excellence. Like, we stand. I love that. I'm excited for The Little Mermaid uh, with um, Hallie, right? Yeah, Hallie. You're like, I love that my stand doesn't know what it's (laughs) going to be. Stop. Well, no, I like them. I think they're very talented. Every clip that I see of them, everything that I see of them on Twitter, on Instagram, it's like, um, how come they're always like in a pre-show or a post-show? They're never on the main show. <laughs> yeah, put them on the main stage. Come on, guys. Um, compared to what we, the other clips I saw about what's on the main stage, what was being performed on the main stage. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but um, let, a little shake-up. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's give a quick uh, breakdown run through. So if you didn't know, you're about to know. It was a wonderful night for Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga. They performed Rain On Me from what I saw. Um, shout out to them for wearing masks and for their um, performers wearing masks because, you know, they're following guidelines, which you had <laughs> off, I guess, off the air that they, there was an audience, but they were in their cars. I didn't really watch. What was the setup of this? I, okay. So I saw something on Twitter that people were like, oh my God, how cool that like the audience are in their cars. Like they're watching their trunks are open or they may be on the roof of their cars or they may be in their cars, but it's like, wow, that's crazy. That's so cool. Maybe we could do events like that. And I was just like, okay, number one, yes. What a great decision for MTV to do, to have them watch from their cars. I guess they were like maybe on the lawn. I don't know if the VMAs, they were outside, correct? You I have know? no idea. I didn't watch. Okay, so I'm assuming, well, I know you didn't watch, but anyway, I'm assuming <laughs> that it was outside and these cars, like as if it was a drive in concert or something, the people were in their cars. Um, that being said, I feel like I don't think these people realize that. We're not living in a post-COVID world. We are living in a COVID world. Yeah, I don't so think they like, like, either they I don't care understand. to acknowledge it or they just don't care to talk about it because, like you said, it's happening. It's currently happening. Everything exactly. TV, like, they're, <clears throat> I don't know if it's just, I don't know what it is about people and, like, they don't, I think, honestly, it goes down to, like, people's stubbornness. Like, people don't want to have to sit at home, whether you're a celebrity, exactly. a TV producer, a star, whatever. The people don't want to do it. So what do they do? They try to, like, sneak. They try to go, like, the, the easy, like, I'm, like, so bothered I can't even talk. Like, they try to do whatever it takes to make it happen. But it's, like, yeah. why? I guess one way I think I could have, if I, you know, had a chance to improve it was, why not only have the performers there and have like exactly. the, the people who won the awards be on via Skype. And like, it's not hard. Like people do it all the time. I don't know why you people exactly. were so bent, like to having people there and like having so many performers be on stage and oh, it's a mess. I was so confused. I was just like, okay, number one, why do you guys act like you couldn't have postponed, like, or you couldn't have had the VMAs this year. Like you could have, just canceled it you could have done it next year or gone fully virtual have people like i don't know maybe it's just a me thing i would have been okay seeing uh these artists try to come up with something from their fucking couch or something i don't know or even have things be pre-recorded it's not like this isn't this isn't the newest thing to have shit pre-filmed and stuff like you guys could have had all these performers done it in like warehouses or whatever the fuck you want to call it and like then just play the video like it's so dumb there's like it's so stupid 
there wasn't even a red carpet but i did see like obviously they were still taking pictures of the celebrities or whatever and to me it was just like oh my god this would have been a perfect opportunity for all of you bitches with millions and millions of instagram followers and like you d-list celebrities like you guys could have <laughs> influenced people by wearing masks like you like none of them were wearing masks. i'm telling you all were only lady gaga and ariana i think lady gaga in her speech said wear a mask be safe but that's like literally the only acknowledgement that i i saw on twitter in general about the pandemic and in general like nobody i feel like their their response would be or their like mindset would be well we're you know entertainment and we're trying to focus exactly. on the positive and we're trying to like not Ugh. derail but we're trying to like see the good in everything and like trying to distract you i guess what i'm trying to say is distract you from what's really happening but it's like uh it's kind of like uh, distract really me from what like fucking people are getting shot in the street by police like and then but then this is a positive side of it where the again it's the black celebrities black entertainers who are, have to pick up the slack and they themselves have to acknowledge movements that are about their own lives like it was only really black artists that I saw mentioning Black Lives Matter movement, like The Weeknd and Kiki Palmer. Um, the Weeknd in his speech acknowledged justice for Breonna Taylor and justice for Jacob Blake, who was recently um, shot by police. And like Kiki Palmer, she was the host, um, which I love her so much. She needs her own talk show, but um, she acknowledged that, you know, there's a reawakening in society right now where like people racism has been here but people are finally people who aren't black are finally trying to like do something about it do you get me which do so, you think i like that you think like that i mean it's like a, it, the question is like it's a rhetorical no you answer it yourself like the people who are fighting the people who are acknowledging it and people who mm-hmm. are talking about it are people of color mainly black and it's like do you think these white people are not speaking about it because it doesn't affect them? Do you think they, they would feel out of place if they, like people are going to judge them and say, well, who are you to talk about it? You're, but it's not even because it's a positive True. thing to talk about and mentioning it. So it's like, I would want to put myself in their position and like, well, what is their mindset? What goes on in their head to think, well, I don't want to talk about it or I'm just going to act like it's not happening. I feel like what, I feel like white people and white celebrities in general, full offense, I don't care if you got offended by this, if you're white, obviously you got offended by it because you're one of those white people, maybe. Um, I feel like they make a big thing out of it. Like, they're like, oh my God, but I can't talk about it because people are going to be like, people are going to tell me that I'm talking about it wrong. But it's like, if you're making an effort and you aren't trying to make it about yourself, people are going to hear what you have to say. But if you're taking for example, if you if a white celebrity was up there saying justice for Breonna Taylor because women always um, suffer the most, it's like no 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 don't take away from Breonna Taylor, a black woman, to say that all women suffer this when it's like specifically for black women. Do you get me? Yeah, when people are doing, I think like we are not. Even though I say humans are uh, inherently evil and like everyone's corrupted. <laughs> we people know when you're trying to do a good thing they're, you're not going to yes. be shot down for doing something positive like and i know that's i feel like that's one that's everyone's go-to when it comes to any topic is well i don't know how to go about it i don't know i don't know it's like yes. okay well 
there's a lot of things a lot of us don't know how to do. Try, do research. It doesn't exactly doesn't take a lot of work to <laughs> like the smallest thing, the smallest statement, the smallest post. Yes, just showing that you're acknowledging and that that's happening and that you're with people. You're in. It's all about like solidarity and it just I don't know. I can't like I don't know how to fathom it. And I'm not. I'm not saying like I'm a perfect human and I do all the right things and I'm always posting. Yeah. But it's <laughs> like y'all can see. You can see through the bullshit, like, bottom line. I think overall, like, again, maybe, maybe I I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch the whole show. I don't have cable. Everything I saw was mainly through, like, maybe live clips on Twitter, live clips on Instagram. Um, Like, everything I saw was just staggered and condensed. So I can't be the judge of the entire night, but it seemed like, they were just trying not to acknowledge the pandemic, number one, and obviously everything that's happening with the Black Lives Matter movement recently, especially since everything started um, coming to light again. Obviously protests have been happening these past couple of months still, but it's like, again, when it became national news that someone, um, that a black man was shot in the back, it's like, I felt like nobody was talking, like no celebrity acknowledged wearing masks, acknowledged, uh, black people getting shot by the police acknowledged any like to me it was just kind of like then what the like you did this nasty ass event for what what did and, you gain and you know what bothers <laughs> me is that like people as a community I feel like people can take three steps forward and it only takes mm-hmm. one stupid ignorant motherfucker I'm not even gonna say his name because I honestly don't care to know his fucking name that little white motherfucker <laughs> who was out there shooting people that irritates oh yeah that i don't understand how nothing can be done like this oh my god like this kid was out with a rifle was shooting people like if you people are delusional to this you don't see it and you're like you people are ignorant if you don't see that there's a major difference there's a clear if i i don't want to say if i because i don't think i've like i mean i don't know i've never been in that position but if Mm-hmm. Someone who was black even had a gun out and was walking. They would not take more than five steps because exactly. they would be shot. And that, like, and it irritates me because it's like, what can we do to put an end to it when people are so stubborn and people are like crazy and they have yeah. issues to think that it's okay to discriminate against others? I, I don't, I don't get it. And it's not even like mental issues. It's not even that. It's like, just like these people. Uh, this is when I start overthinking and I'm just like, this is when I start feeling like, oh, like, bitch, you're angry, but for like, you're not black. Like, why are you like, and then I'm just like, no, but you have to be angry. Even if you're like, this is what bothers me when people are like, well, you don't have to be that angry because you're not black. You've never experienced that. And it was like, you, do you lack basic empathy? Do you lack basic common sense, intelligence? Like something doesn't have to affect you, whether it be, someone in your family getting coronavirus or somebody in your family getting shot by the police or somebody in your family dying of cancer, you don't have to have experienced it for you to feel bad for somebody or for you to feel like something needs to be done. It's just, ugh. Yeah, like, it, I don't know if you people, so I don't know if you people don't know this, but being human, we all feel pain and pain is all different. There's different kinds. Okay. But I don't know about you people, but if I see someone is being wrongfully her accused or accused like all this nonsense my first instinct is to want to help them because if something is 
not just like why wouldn't you want to help and i think that exactly. it just it ultimately comes down to that well, i you think you gotta uh, try to do better and try to do yes like whatever you can to help <laughs> i don't know it's just a lot of things are happening and i felt like the vmas was just so like out of touch i want to say like i don't know if that's the right word but it just seemed out of touch like they could have done so much more and i understand they were scrambling to like maybe get things together and make sure people are following guidelines which from what i saw it's like if people were following guidelines you wouldn't be having this event but anyways think, okay this is i don't want to <laughs> i don't know how this could be perceived offensive but mm-hmm. um do you think it was about money do you think these people are thinking whoever's running the vmas like obviously it costs money to produce shows and whatnot do yeah you think if we can't like prolong it we can't do it later might as well now we're gonna lose money they're not yeah, their, main focus isn't, their main focus isn't going to be we got to acknowledge black lives we we've yeah. got to acknowledge this pandemic of the virus yeah their concern is well like, we got to put this show out and we got to make money <laughs> i think it was about money but i feel like at the end of the day it's like these celebrities also have money and it's like you guys i think it would have been a very powerful statement if celebrities chose not to show up do you get me like if ariana grande or lady gaga had said we're not going to perform there we're going to perform with a pre-recorded video and we'll send it to you or something do you get me like yeah, i think it would have been a it's making me like now statement. that we're talking about it it even makes me think like again we could be talking out of our ass and maybe there was a whole minute or two where they acknowledged all of the things that are happening yeah, in the world maybe. but they could have done so many things like leave not like like show link show phone uh, phone numbers like do like so many resources that I get you. Do something that's like, like free to do exactly yeah. i just something gotta, that would have been move on from this because <laughs> yes anyways vmas was out of touch if you guys watched it let and us also, know maybe if we didn't get from something what I, right from what i saw yeah correct us if we're wrong let us know you guys can leave yes. us on <laughs> the podcast on it's found on apple on google on where else is it found where could you um it's found on FM. overcast is it is it is it ink is it anchor is that what it's called yes me anchor.fm <laughs> anchor.fm slash no um no bs dash bs yes so let us know give us your thoughts on it um you can I, leave a voice message a regular message whatever <laughs> slide in the dms curse us off tell us off we're open to everything i was gonna say moving on to a better note but it's not it's moving on to more of a negative (laughs) to an equally (laughs) to an equally shitty thing so negative nancy's today if you didn't know negative or just realistic that's what i like to call it um if you didn't know well now you know apparently (laughs) nevada study reports that first covid first confirmed covid19 reinfection in the u.s that did not make any sense because i'm reading it off my phone but basically <laughs> someone so nevada has stated that someone a man in, in reno was reinfected with covid and i wanted to talk about it because it's like again why are you people out stay home <laughs> imagine being the guy who had covid like it went away like do you even say it got cured in that situation like what do you say um like, okay i've I've heard that, like, if you're infected with it, you're good for three months. Like, three months after that, it's like, you're good. Like, you will not have a chance of getting it again. And then I've heard that, like, after the three months, it's like, 
bitch, you better watch yourself because COVID's oh gonna come God. back to no, get you. That's so sc- <laughs> me being scared, that's but like scary. has only gone a well has only gone at once since March. I'm <laughs> like, Home Depot. what if I have it? What if I, I have it? That's that is so scary. Like, like you said, imagine being that man thinking you're safe, you're good, and then, but also, sir, if you were already infected with COVID, you already know the ramifications of your actions so what the fuck are i'm you like doing? so Going was he out, out again or what was, what was and nevada like let's be honest nevada like laughlin las vegas like bitch you already know where the oh, fuck he was out at. he was out doing shit which he's not Gosh. the only guy who's doing shit apparently tiktok stars bryce hall and blake gray have been charged for hosting a massive bash amid the coronavirus pandemic these kids um <laughs> got charged Let me read this correctly. It says the L.A. City attorney has hit the two young men with one misdemeanor count, each for violation of the local emergency order in place during Mm. the pandemic. (laughs) This is a shout out to you people who stand TikTokers who worship them. Please don't follow them. They're not leading by example. Why? Who? And I'm sorry to break it to you, but yes, they were white. Um, Why are you people having parties? Why are you people having a thousand people over? What, What is the logic in that? It's disgusting. And not just TikTok stars, people in general, like, oh my God, why can't it? Okay. My mom said it best. And my mom cracked me up when she said this. She goes, why do people act like they don't have a birthday every year? Oh, literally, literally. Like, okay. And I know this doesn't make sense, but my sister, my nephew turned one and obviously she wanted to throw him a big party before COVID, but obviously that didn't happen. So she reached out to a few family members, a few friends and said, I'm going to have a table outside. You guys can come by and honk and drop off a present. If you would like, you don't have to drop off a present. You can just drive by and honk. I'll have candy bags. That's okay. You do not get out of your cars. Do not do anything. You cannot hug my kid. You cannot kiss my kid. You cannot do anything to my kid. Stay in your fucking car. That's what she said. Um, we had about like 10 cars come through and she, my sister, she like, she like fucking grabbed the, the present and she like threw, she she's threw like the fucking candy, the candy bags. bags in the fucking, get it. She's like, okay. Away. She's like, Hong Kong, thank you. Hong Kong, <laughs> thank you. And I mean, let's be honest. She was a very good host. She got them candy. She got them cookies. She fucking threw that shit in their car. She was like, goodbye. Thank you for coming. Oh, God. And it's like, why can't you guys do that? Why can't you guys just like, or I don't know if you really truly want to fucking celebrate your birthday think outside the box like do you really need to have a full-on family of and my family is not small my family if we truly all got together that shit would be like 30 people shoved in one, like my family who lives here it's like 30 people shoved in one fucking house I'm like so 30 like, people that's literally just like my family and that's your immediate family, family right there yeah, yes <laughs> exactly um, I'm talking about like my dad's sisters and cousins like maybe it's like 30 people and it's like why can't like I'm not gonna throw myself a birthday party I'm not gonna throw Thanksgiving dinner with all these people like why can't you guys just pick two friends three friends rent an Airbnb get a hotel room stay inside get tequila from the fucking store from your local Target and get shit-faced in a hotel room why the fuck do you have to throw a party with like fucking djs and shit it's like god and just to add on to that in case you didn't know how you know the severity of it according to cnn 
breaking news. At least 25 million people have been infected with COVID-19 worldwide since the global pandemic began, according to Johns Hopkins Gosh. University. So it's like these numbers That's are disgusting. going up, 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 above, up, up, higher than my cholesterol. Like you guys need to chill out. Stay the fuck home. Actually, ugh, these people, and like, stop saying it's a fucking hoax. Like, who cares if it's a fucking hoax? The worst <laughs> you could have done was stayed home. Like, uh, and I hate people's excuse for like, so you're just going to stay home till 2022? Yes, that's exactly bitch. what I'm going to do, bitch. <laughs> I might. And yes, am I fucking bad about it? Yes. Because it's like, ugh, people are stupid. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to move oh, it along. God. This next story obviously okay. brought on for or because of daniela so daniela why don't you talk about bad bunny <laughs> so bad bunny guess um okay those of you who know bad bunny came out with a new song um it's called compositor del año and we've talked about bad bunny before can you go ahead and we've translate for our non-spanish speakers compositor del año it's like song of the uh, a song of the year artist of the year kind of like songwriter when you say it year. as if like people you know you don't know you might have some white listeners <laughs> oh, on here who don't understand I'm so sorry. i didn't say it I'm for so me sorry. sweetie i understood <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm but so sorry continue. anyway um i always talk about my buddy on here before um i am a fan of his like i've always enjoyed his music luis has already stated that he is not a fan of him, not because he doesn't enjoy the music, more like he doesn't enjoy the fact, or he doesn't respect the fact, and I agree with this, that Bad Bunny, as a singer, artist, someone with a platform, decides not to voice his opinions on things that he benefits from, like Black culture. So, um, in his new song, however, he did acknowledge the Black Lives Matter movement. He acknowledged, um, he encouraged people to vote. He was talking about immigration. He was talking about, you know, women empowerment. And it's only like a two minute song, but, you know, I'm gonna say the lyric in English, not in Spanish. So one of his lyrics was like, it's 2020 and racism is worse than COVID. A black man with a gun, that's, that's a criminal. But if he's white, they say that's a hobby. So that's one of the lyrics. Um, he very notoriously, Luis mentioned it in one of our episodes, very notoriously did not speak out about the Black Lives Matter movement when everything was going down a couple months ago with the height of the protests, the height of the riots. Um, and a lot of people called him out on it. And I feel like this song, did it redeem him? Not really. <laughs> is it good that he, is it good that he made the song? Yes, absolutely. Because it's like people who are fans of him and think he does no wrong, they're gonna enjoy the song. And I did see a lot of people on my Twitter feed, they were like hyping up his lyrics and rightfully so it's like good that he put that in his song because it's like people especially the latinx community who is notoriously anti-black it's like they can hear his songs and be like okay bad bunny says it's bad bunny says black lives matter so black lives matter. you know people are like that louise like come on yeah, yes yeah no? exactly what we're saying um <laughs> let me see my thoughts on it are i do have to give him props right of applause for him for you know using his platform for good my only concern now, and I know people like to be like, oh, people are so picky with what, like this, that, like, yeah. this, that, and the other. Like, you're always mad at something, but 
I have to be. Is this a matter of he did it because he got a lot of flack and a bunch of bullshit for not mm-hmm. for disappearing for a couple of months and then coming exactly. back and coming out with the song? Or did he do it because he really feels everything that he said and he has good intentions? I guess we have to take everything with like, I guess, a grain of salt and just acknowledge exactly. it and appreciate it and look at the positive in it. And that he did write a song about that and he's trying harder and he's doing better. So shout out to you, Bad Bunny. Um, I'm still not a huge fan <laughs> of you, but uh, keep up the great work. It's all constructive criticism. It's not like you're standing there nitpicking. I don't know. People, like I said, when you're a fan of somebody, it's okay to call them out. It's okay to say that what they did was not okay. Because even though he advocates for women and, you know, his Yo Pero Sola video was very... Um, controversial because it was like women do experience this sexual harassment but it's like yes he advocates for women but it's like there's other things he can advocate for so it come on come on buddy. I'm like, yeah, he's, off oh, of this. I'm like you know why he's advocating for women because women listen to his music and then they want to fuck him and they're like oh yeah you're talking about me he should but- <laughs> he should advocate for women we're his biggest demographic so <laughs> exactly but he profits off of black culture so he should definitely talk about the black lives matter movement Oh God! <laughs> but um, one of the things that you did mention was that he talked about, or one of the things he talked about that you mentioned was um, reminding people to vote. And I'm going to take this next minute or two to talk about voting. According to you know, this little website, timeanddate.com, it's giving me, it's telling me that there's 63 days, four hours, 12 minutes, and 32 seconds until the 2020 U.S. presidential election arrives. So please, guys, if you are able to make sure to you can literally google it like there's not there's no harm in you because i'm not gonna lie there was Mm -hmm. when i checked i was like wait how do i do this google is your best friend don't be shy don't be scared to google am i registered to vote how do i register to vote where when how can i vote like take the time we're literally in the pandemic i know half of you fools are at home (laughs) on your freaking ass watching tv doing whatever but um yeah take the time to do it because I know this is a scary time and I feel like it could only get scarier if we keep that um, fool in office. So do your part and, and register to vote. I know I am. Daniela, have you registered to vote? Are you registered? I am definitely registered to vote. And when we moved a couple years back, I changed everything right before we moved as well. Cause I was like, bitch, uh, an election, a local election's coming up and I want to make sure I vote for it in that new city of mine. No, there we go. We love that. We stand someone's on top of it. Make sure to vote not during these big elections, like the presidential one, but it's like your local vote counts just as much when it's like midterms or just regular elections like happening in your town. Cause it's like, there's a lot of shit happening in my city and I'm going to make sure to vote out council members that are like nasty and ugly so that I make sure that people represent me and my interest. You make a good point because I know I'm not as far as like, I'm not really aware what's happening in my city and I need to do better. And I have no problem admitting that I'm not the most um, enlightened as far as, you know, knowing what's up with my city. And like I said, I can take my own advice and not be afraid to Google What's happening in my city? Who's running for this? Who's running for that? And yeah, honestly, what prop is happening? Exactly, what everything means. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. And yeah, do better. Exactly. So register to vote. Don't forget to vote. You have that privilege. Obviously, there's a lot of things wrong with this country, the system. And I understand people, whatever your opinion is about whether your vote matters or not, it's like, 
just exercise your privilege because not to be that person, but it's like some people don't have that privilege. Some people don't have the right to vote, even though everybody should fucking have the right to vote in this country. No, like full offense to everybody who thinks uh, immigrants shouldn't be able to vote, but it's like, yes, they should because they live in this country. But anyways, register to vote, exercise your privilege and um, get that piece of shit out of the white house oh yeah my i'm like gosh. i'm not gonna tell you who to vote for but I <laughs> yeah think i'm not gonna tell you everything for, that but... we um express and everything we say i guess kind of you know lets you know where we stand as far as who and, should be in office uh, also it's like even when you're done voting these people in government these government officials work for us i don't think i like i don't think it gets through people's heads but it's like government officials work for us the citizens of this country so it's like um if they're not doing their job right you have to let them know that's why people say mail um call your senators text your senators email your senators because it's like they're not doing their job right you have to let them know and you know any customer service job (laughs) just kidding oh god and you know one thing that i saw was um something on twitter of the idea so somebody put it out on twitter and i saw somebody retweeted it was the idea of that just because you know people are out of office or people are going to be Mm -hmm. office and going into office doesn't mean it stops there you can still do your part like you don't have to be complacent and think okay now that everything's gonna change like oh we got new people in office the world's a better place now no you still gotta like be on top of things know who you're electing know why you're electing them know what they stand for Mm -hmm. and just i guess be on top of it like i don't really know how to because again we live in a corrupt country with a corrupt system because I know so, there are that there's that side of people like, you think voting counts, you think voting matters, you don't have a voice. We're all just puppets in this game. We're all just life. puppets. Gosh, people in their conspiracy theories, which I understand when people have that point. Like, there is, but it's like, honestly, then why the fuck do they work so hard to make sure black people don't vote, to make sure um, low income communities don't vote? Because that's where the power lies. They don't want people to vote. So it's like, bitch, I'm going to vote regardless now in spite of you. No, but uh, And I think, I think it's just maybe that, you know, I'm holding on to hope and everyone who votes is holding on to hope that I know yeah. we're like, I don't know, have a positive mindset because maybe if, you know, enough people vote and enough, I guess the lesser of two evils gets elected, you know, there's, Ugh. it's like that small <laughs> glimmer of hope, that small light at the end of the tunnel that's saying like, you know, life will get better. <laughs> Living in this shitty ass country will get better. I mean, let's be honest, the two nominees are the same person, different font, but... Um, <laughs> you are foolish. You did, please tell me you, you did not create that. I know you saw that from somewhere. Where did you see that I saw that. I saw that from Twitter. Okay, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, okay. but, I, I, said, um, I know your sayings. I know your personality. You did not um, but it's like, again, when you vote these people into office, they work for you, hold them accountable. Like, it's all about research. Like Louise said, Google's your best friend always make sure you know how to get in contact with these people. Cause yes, you can even get in contact with the fucking president if you fucking wanted to. So get your, if like, you can get in contact hello? with the president, I'm sure there's <laughs> other things you can do to get a hold of the president. <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to leave it at that. Make sure you guys vote. And yeah, love that. Um, now for everyone's favorite part of the podcast where you guys sign off and leave us. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, make sure to stay, um, rate us five stars. And those, to you loyal listeners, we're going to go ahead and do our daily recap of Real Houses of Beverly Hills and Real Houses Potomac. Daniela, mm-hmm. take the lead. So, 
Our Beverly Hills recaps are slowly coming to an end. I'm going to be talking about the Beverly Hills season finale, which was, if I had to give it something out of five stars, it'd be one and a half. <laughs> oh, fuck. I was going to be like, three, three and a half. No, actually, I'd give it a good two and a half, maybe solid three, if I think about certain parts. The ending definitely gave it, especially when they like talked about uh, like Garcelle's um, end title and everybody else's end title. That really made me almost shed a tear. Um, so season finale, here we go. Here we are, finally, after a long season of... Bullshit. <laughs> of who, um, who fucked who, who did who. Oh, anyway, so we start off, um, they are just recapping between multiple housewives. We see that Sutton and Kyle are collaborating together, which I didn't know was happening. I didn't know was a thing, but I guess they had Poor lunch Sutton. a couple months ago. She's a clown, <laughs> yeah. She... Run She's doing can. her charity work. She's doing oh, her charity love work. That. Exactly. Makes love sense. That. Um, and then I'm going to say this right now. Sutton needs to be full-time next season. I understand that she wasn't full-time this season because she had filmed everything and then her ex-husband did some shit and she wasn't able to use clips of yeah, her kids. Yeah, he basically didn't sign off on, you know, the release form. Even though her kids, I've heard, are above eight like oh above they're 18. minors they're okay. like older I yeah know. that's what i've heard but maybe i'm wrong maybe some of them are minors and she just couldn't i don't know anyway so i need to be full-time next season hopefully her ex-husband either gets bought off or something <laughs> else <laughs> um and then we go to garcelle she's continuing to show us that she's the only working bitch up in here okay yes, we she's love that. producing a tv show which if she joins next season we might see a little bit of that producing a tv show or a movie a <laughs> uh, movie 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 sorry a movie get it together <laughs> fake garcelle fan exactly anyway dorit the finale party is basically gonna be a party at dorit's because there's always a finale party um it's basically her housewarming or am i wrong no yeah it's her housewarming it's yeah it's her I'm housewarming it for like how many months now they got a big house. Her and PK got a big house. Love and, um, you know, she's letting us know that, you know, she doesn't need to show us tax returns. <laughs> and <laughs> She's showing us that if you have, you know, a federal <laughs> government money problem, you just blink twice, look pretty, wear that Versace and get a bigger house. And then um, we go to Rena, who uh, she's talking about, who is she having lunch with or who is she talking to? Um, she, I forgot. Honestly, I don't mean she care. was talking. She... she was talking to somebody. I think it was Dory, actually. I might be wrong. Um, and she's talking about how, you know, she thought she was being a bad friend. But in reality, Denise B is being the bad friend. You know, she's being manipulated. And was I was this like, with Girl, uh, Garcelle and Dory? Um, what was that? No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. With Garcelle and Dory. Because that's when she was like, um, I made a note here because I didn't like what she said. She was like, uh, you've made your bed, Denise, and now you have to lie in it. And I was like, oh, girl, what are you? <sighs> There's just so many things. Which you just skipped the entire party, I think. Like, <laughs> No, no. Um, hold on. I have the party. That's why I'm asking you. This wasn't with Garcelle and Dory, was it? 
This was, she was having lunch with somebody and she's telling somebody, you made your bed and now you have to lie in it. And I was like, girl, you're ridiculous. Goodbye. And so we get to the party and <laughs> I didn't skip the entire party because everything happened at the party. I was going to say, um, side note, my sister was watching with me and she's like, um, you know who Kyle looks like? She looks like Casey Musgraves but, with that hair. Oh, Stop. No, you know who I said she looked like Elvira. Okay, well, she said that too, but I was like, I hate her. She kind of looks pretty here. Damn it, Kyle. She looks more like Elvira. And even in the reunion clip, she looks like Elvira. I was like, girl, this is not it. This poof is not it for you. You don't like it? I kind of love it. I'm here. I didn't like it. Maybe, I don't know. I was just like, girl. And then on top of that, she said, my sister was like, very opinionated. She was like, Lisa Rita looks like Annabelle. And she doesn't know that, like, we don't fuck with her. She doesn't know that. Like, I hate her. So, like, that was hilarious. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hate... This is kind of going off topic. I hate that she names her wigs. She's like, Roxanne is this. And I was like, girl, stop. You know Harry Hamlin lives in Canada, and he does not give a fuck about your wigs. <laughs> You're talking, like, as if he's even in the room with you as you're Or maybe she wigs. changed the names to the women he's fucked on the side. And that's why, like, exactly. he to the, women. the names. He's like, Mary... And like all so these the women names. he's um fucking in Canada. Exactly. Anyway, so Garcelle, um, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit, but Garcelle's waiting for Denise. This is where things kind of start going a little bit, a little bit Down, off center. Downhill, right? a little yeah. Downhill. Little. So Garcelle is with um her her man, Chocolate Michael, apparently, and um they're waiting for Denise. Kind of awkward conversation happening between Michael and Garcelle while they wait for Denise. And Garcelle's like worried because she's like, oh, where's, where's Denise at? Like this bitch would have called me. She's calling her, calling her voicemail. Meanwhile, at Dorit's party, everything's popping. She has uh, an illusion, uh, illusionist. Illusionist? Freaking magician over here. I was like, okay, she made Teddy's <laughs> ring disappear. Now make that bitch disappear. How do you get exactly. her out of the show? Like what? Gosh. When I saw her clip with her daughter where she's getting ready, I was just like, girl, I'm fast forwarding this. You are boring. I, you have nothing worth me to watch. At least I could watch Kyle get ready to look like Elvira. Oh, I can't watch God. you. And you're like... She was, this is why I can't stand when the housewives sometimes are pregnant because they use it as a cop-out. Like, oh, I'm going to be boring because I'm pregnant. No, bitch, you're boring because you're boring, period. <laughs> anyway, like Monique, Monique was about to drag a bitch pregnant. Yeah, exactly. So, which I'm um, glad you mentioned them before we move on to them like, <laughs> in, in my turn and uh, my turn of the recap. But Giselle did an interview recently where she talked about how I hate how these women argue about nothing and they argue over the dumbest shit if I was doing that. I couldn't even imagine doing that because of the double standard. And it's true. Exactly. Like, I feel like the women of color where that's like Potomac and Atlanta have to be extra yes. entertaining, have extra things going on in their life. Exactly. Because if they didn't, then all these people would come for them. And it's like, uh, the double standard. We hate to see it. Which, I mean, them giving us nothing is, would probably be a season worth of everything. Exactly. Like, in Atlanta, giving us something it would be a season worth of everything. Anyways, so uh, back to Dorit's party. She, like everything's happening. Meanwhile, we switch back to Garcelle, and she's still waiting for Denise. She's Let's still, be honest. Like, I would have left after the fifth phone call. She called her exactly. Times texted her. I'm like, girl, girl, if she's not texting you back, if she's not calling you back, either get out of your car and go into that hotel or whatever the fuck, wherever the fuck you were picking her exactly. up, or leave. You know. So then, um, she leaves she goes at um i think personally before i move on denise should have definitely given garcelle a heads up i understand that she didn't want her to lie for her but it's like garcelle 
and Garcelle talks about it later where it's like I have been nothing but a friend to Denise it's like she could have at least told me that something was up or she just didn't feel like going she or didn't even, have to lie to the ladies or, yeah or even still like if I'm like that's your friend you don't need to explain shit just be like girl I don't exactly. want to go because that bitch is going to be there like I'll see you later exactly. and I'm sure Garcelle would have been fine with that Garza, honestly, she could have even said something like, I'm not going tonight. Don't ask questions. And Garcelle's not going to ask you a question right then and there. Yes, she'll ask you a question later when you get together, but she's not going to ask you right there because she knows that she would be put in a position later exactly. on with the ladies. Yeah. So I thought it was very shitty of Denise to not give her a heads up because it's like, bitch, I'm calling you. I'm with my man. We're both fucking waiting for you and you're nowhere to be found you dumb bitch so <laughs> she finally shows up to the party and all the women are like where's denise where's denise and I was like shut the fuck up y'all were taking bets on whether she was gonna exactly. show up or not oh, so calm down and i thought dorit seemed very genuine where she was just like brandy's not coming why would brandy come i don't know the bitch and then like literally oh, two God. seconds later they who shows over up with brandy brandy and I'm like, okay, Kim, low-key, that's, like, poor taste. Like, okay, why but here's take- the thing. I saw, okay, because she, the minute Brandy shows up, Dorit's like, are you kidding? And she, like, looks over at Kyle, and Kyle goes, don't look at me. I didn't, she, she's not, she's not going to do anything, which lets, <laughs> makes me believe that she probably was like, yeah. hey, Kim, I know you're coming. Tell your friend to come. Just tell her to come. Yeah. Like, it was a setup. We could see that shit from a mile away. Totally was, because... And this is where it gets a little tricky, where it's like, Brandy, are you on Denise's team or not? Like, I'm really confused, because it's like, why would you text her and tell her that you're going to see her tonight, exactly. knowing that that bitch doesn't want to see you? That's well, here's the thing. Maybe she, because like, I took it as maybe she told her, hey, bitch, I'm going to see you tonight, so get ready. Like, we're talking. Exactly. So maybe it was oh, like kind of a okay. warning, as opposed to like, hey, girl, I'm going to see you tonight. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. I get you. No, but still, I was just like, anyways, Dory played it off fabulously. She was just like, I didn't know you were coming. Kim, I didn't know you were bringing a plus one, which, um, if this was etiquette, 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 oh, was Karen Huger. They would have put the mess out. They would have put their asses out and be like, yeah, I love you. Or if it was Kenya's status. But there's the door. Exactly. Get out. If it was Kenya's status, they'd be like, goodbye. But it's like, why can't you kick somebody out of the party? You don't know her, Dory, so kick her the fuck out. Uh, anyway, these Beverly Hill bitches. So, uh, okay. I think, okay, when Garcelle showed up, Teddy, Rena, and Kyle cracked me up with their fake sympathy. They were like, do you think something's wrong with Denise? Oh, I hope she's okay. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, because y'all already know Brandy's about and to like, pop And in. Rena was egging it on when Garcelle was like, Oh, like it sucks. I feel shitty. Like she stood me up and yeah. was like, why would she stand you up? You're her exactly. friend. Like that's horrible. Rina, like you fake bitch. Shut up. Rena was taking like glee in the fact that Garcelle was saying that Denise stood her up. And I think Garcelle, especially the next day when they had lunch or whatever, when she was like ranting, Lisa loved that. She was like, finally, like maybe Garcelle's going to be on our side. It's like, yeah, like Garcelle's she was eating ranting. it up. Yeah, it's not. I'm that- like, Garcelle's just ranting. She's not about to turn on her friend and be like, yeah, I definitely think she had sex with Brandy. <laughs> I think they were all surprised that Garcelle, after being stood up with by Denise, didn't take the phone from Brandy to check the text. But Garcelle said it point blank. She was like, I don't need to see text to know that I should believe Denise. Because even if I saw the text, I still believe Denise. And let's maybe this is like the stupid in me, but let's be honest. If 
if I have a very close friend and she's telling me something and I don't believe her, I'm going to hold on to that like it's a fucking... <laughs> Like it's life or death. Exactly. If my friend is saying the fucking sky is red, exactly. bitch, the sky is red. So shut the exactly. fuck up and take it. Like, come on. But in private, I'm gonna be like, bitch, did you? Like, bitch, you get not? it together. Yeah, you need to get this shit because I'm tired of yeah, you know? Come on. Because I'm tired of you and I'm tired of these bitches. <laughs> so um yeah, so when everyone was like, No, she has text, Garcelle, she has text, and Garcelle was like, Look, I don't give a fuck what you guys even think i don't give a fuck what you guys did after i left the baby shower but it's like shut up um i'm gonna look at this cute as waiter right here so anyways so that was pretty much like the party i feel like denise not showing up really fucked up their finale plans it fucked up the producer's plan it fucked up kyle's plan it fucked up Randy's plan they were expecting this whole cliffhanger which kind of scares me though because i feel like either this is gonna be more reason to bring back denise so they can squash Mm -hmm. their beef or Mm -hmm. it's gonna be like well you didn't give us what we wanted so fuck you but yeah we it was clear as day we all saw what the producers were doing what they want they had their plan and the finale was kind of a dud they were egging on Garcelle in her car as well. And I feel like you guys wanted, I think maybe it's just them being spiteful because they've wanted Denise Richards since the very beginning of the show. And when they finally got her, which to me, it's like, why did this become such a big thing? Why did it become your guys' main point, your main storyline? Okay, so want to? what I was telling my sister was, honestly, I think producers were mad at the fact that they were expecting i'm sorry denise to be a certain way and she came out a whole different way and exactly she wasn't afraid to break the fourth wall to put them on blast to talk to producers exactly. to like she didn't fucking care she's just doing her thing and i feel like producers weren't used to it because they're used to a certain housewife in the past yeah. where they're like i'll do anything for money i'll do anything yeah for time like i'm definitely the other ladies didn't like that like why do you think you could do that when like you're new you know it's like, later I, on, like kyle i've been get, here for 11 years little get a i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit but when uh, lisa's like she's trying to control she does it in the past she's done it with uh, charlie sheen she controlled the narrative it's like bitch that was of terrible. All people, the irony you should you're the last one who should be talking about controlling the i'm narrative. like I, I was like that's beside the point but i'll get to that soon but when the producers at the end of the night were like telling Garcelle, can't believe she stood you up like that. And Garcelle was just like, well, you know, it is what it is, you know? And then like, that was it. But it did ruin their finale plans because everything that happened after that party was just add on. It was so like, la- they, they obviously scrambled to put that shit together. And you know what made Denise it, their plans. you know what even like made me kind of get happy, but triggered at the same time was I told my sister, this is some bullshit. I'm not on the fucking cast. I'm not on the show. I don't know how it works. But for the most part, I know that when they stop filming and they wrap up their finale, they don't do all this extra filming and bullshit. So I feel mm-hmm. like since they didn't get what they wanted, they're like, uh, have this dinner. Uh, Denise, go talk to... Like, they were scrapping yeah. for the ending they wanted. And it's like, you guys are it was, so shady. Everything was just so off. I know that they filmed for confessionals, obviously, but it's like... yeah. Obviously, their plans got ruined for the finale party, whatever they wanted to happen. Maybe the housewives or the producers, they didn't get that. So then they have that whole lunch with Garcelle, Dorit, Rinna. And um, again, Rinna's taking, like, she's so happy that Garcelle and Dorit are just like, obviously, Garcelle and Dorit are upset because it's like, they've been the number one people 
like to back up Denise and Denise isn't giving them anything. Like Denise isn't, you know, letting them know anything. And, you know, Denise told the producers that she had a family emergency. That wasn't true. So Rena loves that they're talking about this. I thought it was funny, side note, that Teddy and Kyle fucking cooked this whole shit up. They must have been so fucking pissed that they weren't part of this lunch because, like, they're the ones who came up with this. Yeah, shit. they're the ones who brought it to the surface. They're the ones who kept egging it on, who talked about it. And then, meanwhile, the this fuck? tree over here. Yeah, exactly. They were nowhere to found, left in the dust, bitch. Bye. I'm like, because you guys, like, you guys aren't even the ones that got the cease and desist. Like, oh, that's so God. funny to me. I was just like, you guys cooked up this entire shit. You guys are the ones who brought it on, brought it up, and yet. Who's the one, like, fucking, um, in this case, Rena obviously did get involved, but it's, like, why did she get the cease and desist and not Teddy? Like, do you get me? Like, well, uh, from what I remember, they said the cast, it said the cast and producers got a Oh, received a cease and desist? Okay, I get so you. So I think they were all kind of, like, but in the end, they still talked about it, so I don't know what the fuck. What I don't know what the fuck happened or what the legalese, like, what the the consequences of all this so after that obviously that whole dramatic thing happens where it's like in december denise stopped shooting with the group two weeks later she served cast members and oh god producers. let's get to with the conversation i'm so done with the season denise and lisa i don't know about you that entire moment seemed so scripted did it not or on did both you think ends it was, or on on both ends but mostly Rena's, like, Let especially me, when she was like, <sighs> These dogs will not <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> These dogs they're are just, annoying as shit. They lovely Serena, that's why. Um, <laughs> I thought it was definitely it was scripted so on both I ends. See through the bullshit. They were all thinking about what to say. Obviously, <sighs> okay. Obviously, this whole conversation is happening because. Not only did Denise serve everybody with cease and desist, but, you know, Rinna's her oldest friend and Rinna's the one who was like egging this shit on. So they're sitting down, they're having this uh, talk at Rinna's house on her fucking couch. They're like facing each other. It's fucking stupid. And then um, Denise. Okay. This is where like, you got it gets two minutes. You gotta I'm wrap sorry. This up. Okay. This is where it gets a little tricky. Denise shouldn't have lied about a family emergency, but it's like I don't give a fuck. I would have lied fuck? too. No, I'm like, I don't bitch, care. When it's when you're dealing with messy hoes like this, I don't care. I'm, I'm gonna like, lie. bitch. Obviously, her her entire issue is just because her kids are involved. Why? Like, you guys brought this shit up. It's gonna be in the tabloids. Her kids have been in the tabloids enough. Her kids' family have been has been in the tabloids enough. She doesn't want to fucking talk about it. Just leave her the fuck alone. And maybe that's Rena's, what they they, they want. They want to trigger her. Like, the entire thing. Bitch went downhill especially was when Rina was like "Ooh, you're so angry and i was like that's oh, where i know it's scripted <laughs> that's a line reading you're reading that fucking line everybody knows you're reading that fucking line so that that's how cringe. the fucking entire season ends this is where i know that their shit got fucked up they wanted to end at the party and they couldn't end at the party because it ends and then like her and Rinna stop talking and they're just like, they're like, okay, well, what will be, will be. And it's kind of like, okay, you guys talk. There's no closure. Nothing happened. What the fuck you guys talk about? And then? I think that's where they bring in their union and that's where they finally squash their beef, exactly. learn to get past but it or whatever. Like I like said, how we went the entire episode without acknowledging Erica. 
Yeah, because she was in New York, and then they, the two seconds in New York at the end of the fucking episode where they're on Sutton's private jet, and I'm like, what? Rena brought up Garcelle not going, and I was like, bitch, because she didn't want to go. Maybe she didn't want to watch Erica's bad acting on Broadway. Oh, it was a mess. What I will say redeemed a little bit, like I talked about off air, was the end title cards, the end cards where they talk about what the ladies have been up to. Obviously, Erica's Broadway run got cut short. Um, This is where you see, like, the Beverly Hills privilege because everyone else's um, updates are about how their Broadway run got cut short. They're now living back at home with their 76-year-old husband. They're doing Um, TikTok dances with their daughters. They're doing TikTok dances with their daughters. Their daughter has a little cooking show on Instagram, which I thought that was cute. (laughs) Um, And then, then you have Garcelle where hers is like, yeah, I have two black sons. I have to talk to them about, you know, potentially being, you know, targeted by police. And we've been out at protests, you know, putting in the work to make sure that there's change. Like her update versus everyone else's update. I was like, the juxtaposition, the privilege is showing on these other ladies. Which I don't think it'll happen, but I hope that, you know, when Andy does the viewer questions, I hope somebody acknowledges Mm -hmm. it and like says- Oh, like, Garcelle, you've been having to deal with all this. You have to witness all this. And Kyle, you're doing this. Do you see the difference yeah. in that? Or I doubt it. It'll I, get addressed. I think something like that might come up. Maybe just, a, like, Garcelle will talk about it. Maybe she'll be like, well, I've noticed that as a Black woman, I've I talked about this, this, this. But it's like, obviously, these ladies don't have to talk about it or something. I think it'll be brought up like that. Final thoughts. I don't think Garcelle will be back for a second season. I'll be honest with you. No, that saddens me. I'm, I just, I love her and I want her to come back. And I think what pisses the ladies off is that like, she has a job outside or she has jobs outside of the show, but it's like, don't get mad at her for not showing up to shit. Get mad at the people who hired her because they hired her knowing that she wasn't going to be able to do a lot of things. So exactly. It's like, don't get mad at her for not going on your fucking private jet. Sorry. So I hope she's back, but I don't, think she will like it's up in the air right now i hope she's back but if next season i just don't know if they'll have erica i don't want them to have erica i don't want them to have teddy i think they'll get rid of teddy before they get rid of erica but then again teddy exactly. has her whole relationship besties with kyle so i don't know my final thoughts are lisa is a dumb bitch uh, teddy's boring <laughs> as fuck kyle they're not gonna get rid annoying. of Lisa. i think they're gonna Side note, I like how Dory mentioned in her end card how she was like, I don't mind speaking up for what I believe in. I don't mind giving my opinion. If that means being on an island on my own, then so be it. And I think that was kind of like, I don't know if it was referencing the fact that she stood up for Denise a lot of the season or Mm. I don't know. But um, obviously, my final thoughts are that I love Garcelle, Dorit, and Denise. I hope the three of them are brought back. Um, they They need like this they need to change up the formula of let's yeah. gang up on someone because exactly. the viewers get tired of that and it's not cute and it's not oh it's gross unfortunately kyle is safe her and Teresa judice from new jersey are the only original housewives who i would say will forever keep their job <laughs> Max, those, those dogs. These dogs will um, shut up. Um, but anyways, I think I think they're the only OGs who will keep the jobs. So it's like Kyle's definitely back next season. 
Rena's definitely back next season. It's sad to think that the only ones who are up in the air are Garcelle and Denise. And it's like... Yeah. And because they don't want to be on the show without the other. Do you get me? I hope they're back. And I hope they're better than ever. Well, hopefully next week we see a little bit of something change or a little bit of a, a shift change during the reunion. But that's it for Beverly Hills. For this long, tired-ass season where half of it was about three sons and the other half was about whether Denise hooked up with somebody or not. <laughs> <laughs> I love the reunion, so I definitely want to I do love, the yeah. reunions when that time comes. But um, turning the page onto actual queens Potomac. is Real Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> I'm going to try to do my speed round. I don't know, like I said, at this point, I don't even know if there's any listeners on, if it's just us. But um, I'm going to try to through and talk about the main stuff, the fun <laughs> stuff, and the fun shade. So it starts hey, off with... You. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. You're interesting. Okay, fuck you because, like, are you throwing shade at me? Okay, because my Beverly Hills recaps, <laughs> I never know if I should do speed round or not because I feel like if I don't touch on something, you're no, gonna be like, he forgot about this. <laughs> no, I do that. It, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade. I'm throwing shade at them for not being for being a lack lack lackluster cast. Not at you. That's why I have to fill in so much. That's why I have to fill you, in. So much. You got to pick up the slack. Um, Andy, exactly. Bravo, make her housewife. <laughs> But um, moving on, so we have Candace and her husband with a brown penis looking at $1.2 million houses. And I'm like, bitch, you don't have enough money to pay for your $1,000 rent per month. How the fuck are you going to buy a $1.2 million house? She's a mess. She brings up the fact that Monique is hosting a party at her or like a gathering at her lake house because, you know, she's got it like that. She has homes for days. And she basically says, I'm iffy about going. And Chris is like, you know what? Just go for your, go for your other friends and it'll be good. Monique, Giselle, and Karen are heading over together and they talk about how Ashley, I like, like, producers are so shady. They make sure to uh, uh, include certain things and to take out certain things. I like how they mentioned, oh, well, Ashley's coming and she's bringing baby Dean. And then they're like, well, we assume it's because Michael's working. Bitch, we know because we know it's that he's not working. (laughs) We know that it's he's out. He's out getting pipe and getting slapped in the ass and strippers and hotel rooms and Oh God, that shit's really, really quick. It really, I was, his entire shit pissed me off where he was like, um, the baby can't be without his mother for three days. And I was like, but the baby has its father. Yes. (laughs) Do you think he was concocting this plan? And he was like, I'm going to get some dick. I'm going to get some ass, some pussy. Oh God, I can't. This is too much. Cringy when he was like, when she was like, you've become an ass man. I was like, Ashley, why'd you say that? When you know, last season, he was accused of somebody's ass. My brother was like, ooh, he probably is an (laughs) ass man. But um, moving on. So they get to the lake house. They're all just chilling, whatever. Robin eventually shows up, which I find it funny how she's finally like on time early and they won't enter the fucking door. They're like trying to make her late. <laughs> but um, they get to the house and they're like showing her around and she's like, I'm all about, you know, having fun. But a lake house? What is this? And I'm like, girl, your house is smaller. Your little, what is she living in? Her apartment, her townhouse, whatever it is. Like, yeah, no, girl, bye. I was like, your shade doesn't work. Giselle's shade doesn't work because you guys know Monique has way more houses than y'all. So exactly. anyways. Like what? Um, next thing I have is that T'Challa attacked Wendy. And I was like, good. Animal <laughs> sense evil. Attack that bitch. Gregor. Which I don't know if you noticed it, but like uh, Monique, I mean, Candace is eating and she's like backing up, getting scared, but she finishes her bite. I don't know. It was just something stupid I wanted to <laughs> 
gosh, with T'Challa when they did the slow motion on Wendy, where it was like, woo, it was like, oh my god, these bitches, these producers are fucking shady. And then I like how they added in like text as if T'Challa's talking to <laughs> like, hey girl, and they're like, she's shady. I was like, oh my, this is a mess, but I love it. I live for it. Um, as soon as As Ashley, as soon as Ashley, I mean, I should be calling her Ashley. She's got a tear in her anus. <laughs> As soon as she gets there, Wendy starts just going in and she's like, I'm a new mother too. I don't know why your son is here. Why did you bring him? And then it becomes this whole bigger mess. I didn't like it. I mean, I liked it because I was living for the drama and I love Ashley because she knows how to read a bitch. But I didn't like how it then became about comparing jobs. She's like, my husband is an attorney. My husband. And it's like, did you really have to go there? It was messy. I don't know. Yikes. I think... Like I said last week, the other ladies, it's going to be a, a thing with Wendy that she might think she's better than them. Like, bitch, you always bring up your degrees. Bitch, you always bring up your job. Like, shut the fuck up already. I mean, she has a right to do so, but at the same time, she it gets does. annoying. Like, bitch, we get she it. Does. We get it. Um, they're getting ready for their little dinner. Candace shows up to Giselle and Robin's little place, but shocker, they're rooming together. And she's like, can we talk? And they talk and they basically make up. And then they're like, it's a misunderstanding. And then Giselle says that Candace is fun. She's a fun girl. She's a little chihuahua, you know. She's a dog. <laughs> and I'm like, the last time I remember a housewife being called a dog, uh, they told Andy to fuck off when Brandy was like, fuck you. No, I'm not taking that. Fuck you. And he was like, no, I, I'm not calling you a dog. I'm saying that you, like, it was like a dog. She's, She's like, like, you're playful. You. You She's like, that. no. Exactly. I'm glad. I was living for the moment. Drag his dumb ass. <laughs> But um, everyone's favorite scene of the episode, they finally arrive at the little table in their little out um, the little backyard fun, which I'm like, Ugh, why can't I be rich to have a lake house, you know, to be having dinners and Honestly. feasting or whatever. But um, Private chefs. Exactly. They're just sitting there waiting for the food to be carried to them. Ugh. Assistance. Everything. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, when they were like, there's no service here. I was like, but bitches, you're at a lavish ass lake house that's not even a traditional lake house that's just a mansion yeah it's not a little cabin in the woods it's a big honestly but um they finally sit down and then monique is like hey ashley was talking or ashley brings it up they were like we were talking about this game um you know because i guess the whole point of the trip to the lake house is to i guess how monique mentioned it curiosity game she said reintroduce everyone to one another plus they just got a new girl on the and their group mm-hmm. of friends. So, you know, get to know each other again. So they start talking about this getting to know each other game. And Mon- uh, Candace talks about how she's insecure. Um, or what he's talking about. Point is, they talk about her blackness. And then Giselle's messy ass goes, is that what you got a nose job? Like, you got a nose job? <laughs> and we're like, She what? did get a nose job. Come Which, on. funny enough, I didn't acknowledge, like, I didn't, refer- like, I couldn't see it until my brother and mm-hmm. sister acknowledged it. And I was like, oh, yeah, she did get a nose job. And, of course, she deflected and she didn't answer the question. Yeah. I think, okay, Giselle's, Giselle's shady, but that question had merit because she's talking about how she was insecure as being one of the only black girls in her schools. And then that's why she went to African-American studies when it reminded me of when Nini got her nose job. Oh, and everybody was like, everybody was like, Nini, why'd you get a nose job? You had a really nice nose. But Nini then went on to say, it's like, I got it because people make fun of black girls' noses. So it's like, I understand Giselle's comment. I know she probably meant it like shady, but I understand where she came from because Candace is talking about being insecure and stereotypically people will 
make fun of black girls noses i don't know why i never understood why but it's like i think that's why she brought it up but i was like giselle it was messy about, yeah we know like, exactly giselle, they're talking they're talking about personal issues um internal issues and you're over here so that's why you got a nose job but Shut then the karma you know instantly got her because then karen was like so giselle <laughs> how do you cope with the fact that you know jamal cheated on you allegedly had kids with other women how do you deal with that and then giselle was probably like fuck now it's my turn and she kind of just broke yeah. them she's like well after so many years you know we acknowledge that this happened in the past life goes on blah blah, blah. so she didn't really answer it she was just kind of like trying to get the tension off of her or whatever. <laughs> so then Karen is just Karen's turn to ask everyone questions. She's like, so Ashley, has your anus cured? Is your hole okay? Your booty hole. <laughs> God, and I'm like... Your coochie box. A mess. Like, well, then, yeah, they, like, took it as an opportunity. I guess they were talking about coochie boxes. Karen then goes, so Wendy, I hear you're talking about my sex life, how I like to do it and whether or not I'm doing it. And then Wendy's kind of like, well, I just think, like, in her confessional, she's like, I think Karen is fake. She's acting brand new. Mm-hmm. We know each other. Why are you being fake? So I, I, I'm, we're starting to see, you know, the whole storyline develop of why we dislike each other. What's the real tea? I don't see their friendship going anywhere. I don't think they even have a friendship at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked that I'm going to say this, but I'm team Karen. Drag Wendy and don't care for her. You just don't like Wendy because of what she did with Ashley. Yeah, but... like don't be acting brand new coming at it. Because then they talk about it and let's let's move they on do. to that. Ashley calls Wendy ferocious and Wendy's like, I was passionate. And it's like, yeah. no, girl, you were ferocious. Stop acting brand new. And her thing was like, well, Robin's thing was, you're not going to say sorry. And a lot of people on Twitter were not happy about this where they feel like it's Captain save and why all of a sudden do people feel the need to defend Ashley and stand up for her and demand for apologies? But it's like mm-hmm. moving on in the future, Robin's probably thinking if that happens with me, are you just, you don't know how to say sorry. And I know yeah. in this circle of friends and other franchises, it's kind of like, it doesn't mean shit. They're just like, let's move on. I'm sorry. And like, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> but it's like, I think she was wrong because they're acknowledged. She acknowledged herself. Wendy acknowledged the fact that she was just upset. She exactly. had her own frustrations because of the baby thing and everything. And she took him out on her, but then she still wasn't able to apologize. And it's like, you're saying, it's kind of like you're saying you're wrong, but you don't want to say you're wrong. Yeah. And I was like, but you already said you were wrong. Her, her entire approach was just, I was like, girl, I understand you could have brought your baby too. Yes. You are a mother of three and it's your third baby, but that doesn't make it any less baby bonding time it's okay you could say that that like you still want to be with your baby but it's like don't get mad at ashley get mad like no offense to monique but it's like your anger your frustration should have been directed at your host or it's even host i feel like she could direct her anger towards herself because exactly. it's not like monique Maybe didn't, didn't tell her monique didn't tell her don't bring your baby i'm sure that didn't happen i feel like she was dumb to think oh maybe they don't exactly. want my baby there but it's like bitch do whatever you want now like, but also why didn't you ask all those know, four de- like, like she has all those degrees and no common sense come on now i'm sure university of johns hopkins is teaching you how to have common sense and have questions come on now i understood her frustration but her delivery of it like all the ladies were saying her delivery of it was so like unco- like it was kind of out of left field it was like okay you're upset about your baby so why are you bringing up husbands like, exactly and then, which rightfully so it's like why couldn't baby dean stay with michael because michael didn't want baby dean to stay with him which i feel so. like now it sucks <laughs> because now karen i mean 
now Wendy's going to have ammo to throw it in her face later on and be like, oh, so that's how you bought your baby. So you're a yeah. man could be out getting dick and ass. Like, yeah, damn. But um, at this point, they're just reading each other. And she's like, Ashley's like, this is why you don't have any girlfriends. Um, it almost looks like Wendy's going to start crying. But she's like, no, it's because I don't deal with fake hoes like you. I don't yeah. deal with bitches like you. Which the, it was like fake hoes. Like when have you, you don't know Ashley. You know Ashley through what Candace told you. So that's why you're saying that. Exactly. I'm like, at this point, you've probably seen her in person three times. What are you, yeah. how's she a fake ho? For inviting you over to her place confused. from upside exactly. her penthouse, like, bitch? Like, what? I was like, interesting. Look, you've never had a real conversation with her, so I'm really confused. But anyway, I think her entire frustration, everything, the way she attacked her, the way she came at her, literally stems from her friendship with Candace. And I think in the next episode, it's funny because I think Giselle's going to try to derail that anger from ashley and throw it onto karen so not only is she helping out her friend ashley she's defending her but then she's throwing it to that her so, oh my god when she was her like, friend of me and i'm like god karen's the one that's been saying things about you and i was like oh my gosh giselle you're too much but again i can't get mad at giselle i can't <laughs> uh, okay that's... even when everything's gonna go down with monique watch me still defend giselle oh, because you're that's like, just how you're like she had every right to say what she said she had every right to do whatever she did and I'm probably going to be the same. Shocker there. Giselle's just that bitch. You can't hate her. Robin sometimes too, because Robin's a package deal with her. But Giselle can get away with murder. And I'd be like, okay, good job. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Jamal's fault. That's why. It was, <laughs> Mr. It was Chocolate. Mr. Chocolate. It was Grace. It started blaming on the daughters. Um, the episode but... kind of just ends with them reading each other. And of course, it ends on a, to be continued, on a cliffhanger. Yes. Um, Wendy, I said she, Wendy looked like she was going to cry. Wendy's like, this isn't me being a bitch. This is me checking your ass. And Ashley, yeah. her quick wittedness, she's, she's like, uncheck, uncheck it. Skirt, skirt. Nope. She said, <laughs> bye, Wendy. Gone with the wind, Wendy. I'm like, Ashley. I was like, what's happening? Is Kenya here? What's happening? Exactly. And my 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 sister was like, so is she gone with the fabulous or is that a diss? Like, what does that mean? But I don't know what it meant, but I was living for twirl, 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 Just, twirl. I can't. But um it was this it, episode? I really like this episode. I would give it a four out of five. Um it started off it, slow, but I like the ending. It was fast paced. Like by the time I finished it, I was like, um, it's over. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like they I'm didn't do you. they didn't do a lot of like cut, a lot of like short scenes, a lot of short like shit that doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, no offense. The season finale of Beverly Hills, it's like, what the fuck do I need to see these bitches doing things for two minutes and then you cut to a scene? Yeah, Have they, you noticed that? They did a lot of um uh jump cuts where it was like yeah that to this it's like come on that's yeah. not a main factor in the storyline just like just show it. me the party let's get it over with and potomac it was like way different i was like they gave us more in their fifth episode than these other white bitches gave us in a whole season i was gonna say again notice how the black women are more entertaining more funny more overall a good time and then you have the white women over here being messy and being boring get it I'm, you. I'm like bitches y'all canceled the real housewives in miami like 10 years ago but kept beverly hills but kept beverly hills <laughs> anyways but i'll never stop watching these bitches so it's okay <laughs> exactly i'll just complain about it but yeah i think that's it for today's episode um any final words i don't know where to go i don't know where to go in a i mean everyone's gonna be so excited because in a couple episodes It'll just be us recapping Potomac. And they're going to be like, finally, these fucking bitches can 
um, stop talking about these women that none of us know anything about. We don't understand and then on top your of that, references. Exactly. And then on top of that, I feel like the episodes are going to be better because the dragging is coming and that whole scandal thing is coming. So this, like everything is better. Just Exactly, you guys. So Enter that clip. Enter that clip of that white woman. Did you see that? That meme of the lady who spoke out at the Trump's uh, speech. She's like, "Oh my god, the future is here!" Whatever the fuck she's. <laughs> I'm like, this is literally the purge. Like, um, where do I run? Who has oh god, a gun that I can hide in? Like, what is this? I'm dead. Ugh. It got into it right there. Like, the future is here. The future coming <laughs> so yeah potomac's only gonna get better from here so make sure you guys listen to the potomac recaps even if you don't watch potomac <laughs> they're like no no you. they're like i stopped listening 30 minutes ago but um, like, i yeah. stopped listening when you started talking about covid <laughs> exactly. but um i think that's it for today's episode hopefully you guys enjoyed listening make sure like we say in every episode make sure to tune into our social media give me validation you can find me at king lewis on instagram and twitter you can find daniela wherever google her name i don't know um make sure to rate <laughs> no, don't google my name <laughs> make sure <laughs> make sure to give us five star rating on apple Podcasts. make sure to leave us leave us your suggestions your topics on what we should talk about um you can find us on anchor.fm you can google no bs podcast you can send positive energy dm us on instagram (laughs) twitter all that good stuff this is our sixth episode i believe you should know the deal you know what's up um daniela yes follow me on instagram twitter you guys are no twitter daniela kova instagram underscore dankova leave us a voice message on anchor fm dot fm slash no dash bs because i want to play some voice messages somebody give her a reason to play these voice messages who wants yes, to get first even if it's like even if it's like hey louise hey daniela you guys are a bunch of fucking assholes <laughs> bye exactly that would make us even happier because it knows that it shows <laughs> us that we live in your mind rent free um but um anything else any no that's it just everybody please remember to be safe wear a fucking mask stop going out stop going to las vegas (laughs) that's it that's my word my peace my (laughs) my peace what's my peace um my peace is is, i'm stuttering i'm hungry um my peace is enjoy this song and we'll catch you guys in the next episode thank you guys for listening (laughs) bye Yeah.